All right. We're recording now. Good. We're recording. So for everybody who doesn't know, this is Mama Jill motherfucking Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I fucking love you. I just got to say that I fucking love you. I love you too. Um, what were we just saying? Oh, that we're narcissists. Yes. Maybe just a tiny bit. I, I don't think that you can do this. It doesn't matter if it's TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. You can't do this and not have a little bit. I think TikTok allows us to be narcissistic about our inside. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to put on a thong bikini and run through the beach and take pictures <laughs> for Instagram. But I'm, shit. <laughs> but I'm funny and I can love the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Like that. And so it allows us to show our inside first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you are, and you are fucking hilarious. Like, drunk mama, seriously. <laughs> a whole new animal. Yes. But I think that, okay, it's just kind of the same. Oh, sweet Jesus, you're going to have fun with this one. It's just, kind of, it's the same as sex, okay? Okay. I'm, like, I love sex, but same. drunk mama fucking really loves sex. <laughs> And so does Gatto because regular mom was like, What are you doing? And drunk mom was like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's weird because drunk, drunk Tori loves sex too, but so, <laughs> so does sober Tori, so I don't know. Exactly. Don't know. But it's just a different level. Like our inhibitions go down. Right. And so, I, but there is a rule. The reason 99.9% of drunk mama comes the day or two after I'm drunk. What I think is hilarious is drunk mama gets drunk and then batches like 15, 20 drafts. <laughs> and then sober mama throws half that shit in the trash because I'm not, I'm also not nice, but I keep that on the DL. But I love that. You get spicy. You have like an alter yeah. ego. It's funny. We mm. got gotta call her like drunk mamacita joe (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect because i would say that's perfect because my older kids are hispanic but they found out recently they're not as hispanic as they thought (laughs) we took dna tests and their their dad took them too and they're they're still hispanic but now they're also filipino and i am not oh (laughs) okay filipino (laughs) so um How many kids do you have? Okay. It's a weird story. Um, (laughs) I love love that audio on TikTok that's like, still that bitch, always going to be that bitch, like that one, because that's me. So (laughs) I've I've given birth to seven human beings. Okay. Um, You've pushed seven human beings out of your cooter catter. Absolutely. Okay. And and I had um, an epidural for all of them because I'm also a pussy myself. (laughs) Well, me too, because I am what I eat. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I have seven. Moxie is the youngest at 10 years old. Joanne is the oldest at 26. I do okay. claim I have eight. Um, somebody's like, wait, I thought she had eight kids at grandkids. I do. Um, my oldest daughter, Joanne, her best friend came to live with us. She landed on my porch in junior high um, in a bikini top, shorts, and flip-flops. Holy shit. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. I thought a bag of clothes was going to come later. It did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I claim her and um, two of those eight grandchildren, I claim are her boys. So, um, and I've always claimed her. Okay. I've asked her to legally adopt her, but we all have our issues with our parents. And even though she's had, she's had quite a ride, she's just like, I would 
she is terrified that that would devastate them and she still loves them. They're her parents. She hasn't talked right. to her mom in several years, but it is what it is. So, um, and I give her crap because when she's like, well, da, 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 I'm like, hey, I tried to adopt you. You won't let me, don't give me no crap about it. Right. I love you. Shut you the know fuck up. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, um, so I have eight. And, uh, and then I don't even know how many online, a whole bunch. And almost a million girl. I know. So crazy. Um, Dado, by the way, has said that if, we can get a professional, uh-huh. somebody who's like, I, I don't want to say a household name. Somebody's a household name in gay households. To <laughs> do his makeup and drag, he will do the WAP <gasps> if I hit a million. Oh, we got to get this going. This has to go. <laughs> Tell him also that I have not forgotten about him. He wants me to do something for Jaden. And um, I did it. And I drafted it, and I was like, I don't like the way I sound in this one. So, oh well, uh, we all go there. Well, right. I don't sing, but I I do the same thing just with my words. And so, um, but I would love the idea of TikTok. Just kind of sidebar here. Yeah, um, I love the idea of doing TikTok because uh, I would love to duet it and get a reaction. Oh, dope. Okay, all right, cool. So, absolutely. Um, okay. <laughs> I always wonder what my TikTok audience thinks because I'm like, it's my TikTok crush. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, like slow down. You're my you're my TikTok crush though. <laughs> oh my gosh, that video. So I it, it's so weird how and I think this happens a lot cuz it's happened to me more than just with you. Like mm-hmm. you get involved in like you just start to feel like you know a TikToker. And yeah. so you're following them and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I love them." And you show your friends, "Look at this person. They're an amazing human." And then I was literally laying in bed, dad's asleep. <laughs> I'm literally laying in bed, and I had seen your video where you fucked up with your sister came in or whatever. <laughs> and and I didn't know what that video was supposed to be about me. Yeah, it was. And so then I saw the video and I and I fangirled. I freaked out. But I was I, like, I didn't even know you knew I existed. No, because I I didn't know you knew I like okay, so I <laughs> we're just gonna be like narcissists, like just <laughs> just like jerking each other off right now. <laughs> That's okay. Let's go. <laughs> I had no idea that you would you knew I existed and I had been following you since the start like you know, since the start of TikTok. It's TikTok. I think I came I, on I came in on at the end of March. Yeah. So right around uh, it's it's to me, there's like whenever the fuck TikTok started, who cares? Right. And then there's the real start of TikTok, which was the start of the pand- pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that was literally like when it, you know, just went whoosh. Yeah. Be- before the pandemic, I feel like TikTok was all just eleven-year-olds doing stupid dances. Well, it it was because there's not a easy way to put this. That I spent the first couple months of my TikTok life watching the. Hype house kids shake their ass and be uncomfortable on TikTok. <laughs> like I would find funny TikTok and then I would find, I would beat my own kids' asses. What are you doing, TikTok? Right, right, right. So. <laughs> now, the, so fact, the fact that you, you stuck it out and stayed just shows your resiliency, you know, to Absolutely. <laughs> well, I, um, I remember the first time I was going to make it, like, I talked a bunch of shit about doing TikTok before I did TikTok. Oh, yeah. And I had been on other social media, but it was as a mom, like, talking to other moms. Right. And so, and I have a background in marketing. So, I know how, it's not like I'm naive. I knew how hashtags worked. Right. And one day, instead of just scrolling blind 
in bed through TikTok and giving whatever the algorithm decided to give me, I started to use the hashtags to to find, I didn't even know if gay TikTok was there. Right. I was just like, lesbian. (laughs) It's going to show up, you know? And so um, I've got myself into a whole hell of a lot of trouble in gay TikTok. Not gay TikTok, just hashtag TikTok or watching a video somebody sends me TikTok. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So because I, I am completely into gay TikTok. But I am also in cleaning TikTok. <laughs> that that sounds normal. Um, I am in beekeeping TikTok. I like beekeeping TikTok. I am also very, very deep into kink TikTok. I've heard is, of this. Which is hilarious when I'm just like laying next to that and he's like, the... what are you watching? <laughs> right, he hears like a buzzword and he's like, uh, the fuck do booby tassels have to do? <laughs> No, he's like, what? What is going on? And what's a nipple? Like, what's a nipple clamp? I don't <laughs> fucking get. It's not this. part of our usual daily right. thing. <laughs> but um, so then, when I started hashtagging, hashtagging uh, <laughs> gay TikTok terms, I started finding people. And then once I, you know, and and people I loved and people I questioned and and of course, until I learned my way around, I also found homophobic TikTok. Mm. And so then I just talked a lot of shit for a while. I kept telling my son, Charlie, I'm like, I'm going to make TikToks. And my 14-year-old mortified. She's like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) No, get off now. (laughs) But And she was like, because she, you know, she just knew 14-year-old TikTok. And she was like, you're not doing the renegade. (laughs) It's it's not happening. And that's not what I wanted to do. Um, And I was actually surprised when I found talking TikTok. That it wasn't just about dancing. Uh, Well, I feel, here's my theory, and you tell me as a marketing person if you think that this is, oh, wow, very professional, me not turning my phone silent. Oh, mine's not up, quite. Tell me if you (laughs) think, yours isn't either? No, it is now. (laughs) I feel like TikTok is the new YouTube, where, like, there are different uh, niches in YouTube like there's commentary YouTube, there's political YouTube, there's bullshit YouTube, and <laughs> like gay YouTube. I feel like that's what TikTok is has turned into, kind of. Yes, and it's it's also the lady lazy people's YouTube. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the hot mess motherfuckers YouTube because <laughs> yeah, because I have tried. I have a YouTube. It cracks me up. I have like twenty five hundred followers on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, I have one video which I only put up because um, MTF trans women were like, Mama, how are you doing your makeup? And so <laughs> I said, okay, I have to do a makeup video. Mm-hmm. And so I have one video. It's That's me, it. And, and it's like, I don't know, it's like 45 minutes or an hour long. It's only fun if you watch it in double speed. <laughs> and then I'm hilarious. But otherwise I sound like I'm trying to get somebody, I don't know if you do this. I don't even know if I should talk about this, but here we go. Do it. I have this horrible habit when I speak to someone who speaks another language, uh-huh. I slow down my speech as though that's somehow going to help them. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and I get mad at myself because I'm like, I'm treating this adult, intelligent human being like a three-year-old. <laughs> and it's just something that happens. And so I ended up doing that in that YouTube video. But I don't, I just don't have, I don't have the everything. Like, 
I, I need a camera oh. to, to do it. And then I have to edit it. That thing's a one shot mess. And then you're supposed to have a thumbnail and a thing and a Fuck and, thumbnails. And I'm just like, you know, I'm doing great to get that 60 second TikTok popped off. <laughs> and now I'm trying, and now I'm trying my best to put in captions. Um, at first I was like, fuck captions. I was like, I, I, I can't, I just don't have time. You do what you do. You mean for TikTok? Yes. Yeah. Um, but then I had, and I had people who were like, listen, there's people, not anybody who was hard of hearing that said, I want to watch your videos and I can't, right. but people who were saying, Hey, you should do this for others. Right. And I was a bitch about it. I was like, I'm not going to sit there and do that. But then someone reached out to me and said, could you please caption? Because I want to watch your stuff, but there's absolutely no way that I could let my parents hear you. Yeah. So I started captioning. Wow. Oh, oh, because, um, not, not even because of like, I've, uh, in my head, cause somebody would say that to me because I have a potty mouth, but for yes. you, they're saying it because their parents are homophobic. Yes. And they're not out. Wow. So can they I, can't watch me and be out. So can I ask you what made you do like start doing the TikToks that you do, like, you know, for the LGBT community? So, yeah. So I was always, like I said, I was always that bitch. Right. <laughs> um, Charlie came out like my world wasn't gay. It just wasn't. My, and then my child came out. He first came out as lesbian. And it's really important to me that people know that that's normal. I get so frustrated when I speak to parents and they're like, oh, now they've changed their mind. They don't even know what they want. This is what I'm talking about. Kids don't know what they want. I'm like, listen, all they know is that they don't fit in society's box. Right. So in order to find what box they fit into, they have to try a little bit of life out. Right. And so Charlie first came to me and I'm okay to use his name. We don't call it a dead name in our house. We call it a birth name, probably because in our house, there's no trauma attached to it. Right. Right. There's nothing. So, yeah. And I have, I've asked his permission before anybody says to fully use his birth name whenever I need to. And so Christine came to me, wrote me a letter and said, I'm a lesbian. I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, do you know who your mother is? So we... <laughs> because <laughs> I've always been like this. So, you know, Sean and I were like, listen, we want you to have a normal life. You're 14. We want you to date. We want you to go to dances. We want you to get caught kissing on the couch. Like, we don't want you to give any of that up because you love girls. Right. And then, um, that's why I fucking love you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. So then within, by the time he was 15, 16, he started talking about being gender fluid. Now we had already, he already told me, um, and I know some people take offense to this word, but it was the word he knew. He said, mom, I'm a dyke at like okay. 14. <laughs> right. Which is right. Okay. <laughs> but he was like, I need boxers. The hair's going like, we need to fix it. Don't ever ask me to put on a dress again. You know? And I'm like, okay. So we had already done a lot of that mm -hmm. and, but still always female pronouns and Christine. Um, otherwise his nickname was Beanie. Beanie? So we, yeah. When we brought him home from the hospital, his sisters took one look at him and he was tiny and said, he's little like a beanie baby. And it just stopped. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, um, but we were still using female pronouns. So then he started talking to me about being gender fluid. Okay. Um, careful guys. Um, about being gender fluid and Hey, um, sometimes I need to be called a guy and, and I, I need to use like male pronouns. Okay. And so, cause I was like, what is gender fluid? I had no idea. I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know what it is. What is it? So, gen, people who are gender fluid 
feel sometimes more masculine and more feminine. And so they're usually comfortable with both pronouns, okay. but they'll have days or times where they feel more masculine. More as one. Okay. So it just became part of our normal morning. How are you feeling this morning? And he would say, I'm feeling pretty or I'm feeling pretty masculine. Very, very, very quickly. Um, I just, I don't even know how many times he ever said, I feel feminine. It was just right. masculine, masculine, you know, <laughs> how do you right. feel like a dude? <laughs> like a dude. Just, just every morning, that's who he was. Okay. And so the drunk mama showed up one night. <laughs> yes. Drunk mamacita. <laughs> drunk mamacita showed up and he was laying in his bed. Mm. And when I say I kicked the door open, I didn't like karate kick it. I just kind of kicked it open and, <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, are you trans? And his face went white. And he was like, why would you say that to me? Uh. And I said, well, because you say you're gender fluid, but you're never feminine ever. And right. I want you to be who you are. And he fell apart. Aww. And so when I asked him why he was so upset, he was like, everybody's going to hate me. And I had worked so hard to give him this environment where everybody didn't hate him. I didn't understand. And he said, some people hate black people. Some people hate women. Some people hate Jews. Some people hate gay people, but everybody hates the tranny. Aww. And I was like, that, oh, fucks, that yeah. fucks me up. I don't like that. No, but it's, it's and, and even he admits it's usually worse for MTF trans women. Yes. Usually worse for trans women. If they didn't to transition till later in life so that they don't pass well, it's yeah. even worse. And if they are black, black trans women are, their, their suicide rate is horrible. They are yeah. murdered. It's horrible. Right. So I understood what he was saying, but once he came out, then gay was part of our life. Okay. And so it just, then gay kids showed up in my house. But, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> became the head. The game yeah. <laughs> well, he would bring them home. So they would, my house, even if they weren't out, was where they always knew they were accepted because my son was always out. Um, I live in a very conservative small town mm. and most people, it was not that there wasn't gay people. It's that nobody came out till college. Got it. So and they were... My, Free. And then my, yeah, and then my kid was running around wiping gay on everybody, <laughs> um, which sounds like it's haha funny. But as I told him when he first came out, and and this was when he came out as lesbian before he came out as trans, is I was like, you will meet the man who thinks you love women because you've never had him, and you will meet the parents who blame you for their kid being gay, and either one of those situations can get you killed. Mm-hmm. So. I have to know where you are always. And I, he is a grown man living on his own two hours away from me. And when he's like, met some friends, we're going to the river. Like, do you shit your every, pants? Every single time. Every single time I have anxiety attacks. I just know he's going to end up in a ditch somewhere or assaulted or something. Um, he, and, and not that he hasn't been in situations um, where, people have attacked him he recently charlie just about never, to ask that yeah he never ever ever gets clocked for being trans he 
people think he's a gay male. Always. Got it. Okay. He passes very, very well. They always think he's a gay man. And um, even where he works, he was waiting tables and started to um, be talked to horribly. So he went to his manager and was like, I can't handle that table. And when they went out, then, you know, the F word was thrown about who he is and we don't want him around here. And they were told to leave. The other F word, not fuck. No, not fuck. We say that one freely. Yeah, right. (laughs) The actual um, bad F word. Exactly. Right. So, um, and he's, he used to work at McDonald's as a teenager. And there was a mom who freaked out screaming and yelling that she didn't want the pedophile in the bathroom with her son. And, you know, Charlie's like, dude, I just want to take a piss. Right. And, and and like, you've seen my son, he has no business in the, there was no mother that's going to be cool with him being in there. And that's one of the things I have friends, conservative, I put this up, like, you know, we still kind of talk, but (laughs) um, you know, just people that I know that are super conservative and they're like, well, I don't love the bathroom thing, you know? And so then I, that's why I love TikTok is I love to bring up people who have had the gift of parents who put them on blockers, started homeborns early, and Dada loves to say, why are these men way more manly than I could ever be? (laughs) (laughs) um, Just some of the men that are out there that are huge, are bodybuilders, and I'm like, there's no difference between my son, who's this tiny little man, and this giant man, but the, the point is, bathrooms, you're going in to go pee. Right. You're going in to do whatever, and My, this is ridiculous. I don't get the debate because uh, maybe this is the heterosexual community, the conservative community that goes into fucking public bathrooms to do anything other than fucking take a shit or piss <laughs> or fix their makeup. But like us, I could promise you, us gays, us LGBTQ liberal people on this side, we just go into public bathrooms to shit, piss, and like, I don't know. And get out. Maybe have consensual sex. <laughs> Maybe. But, but that's the thing. And if anything, yeah. trans people are so locked in on not being violated themselves. Right. That they're not bothering with anybody. I'm not even, tra- I'm just an androgynous female and I get uncomfortable in the woman's, I've been confronted in the woman's bathroom before. And almost got into fist fights. I saw a woman who watched me walk into at the uh, at um the cheesecake factory. I walked into the bathroom, and she literally took her children, looked at me like I was a fucking disease, and like took her kids out, ran them out, like dragged them out, damn near, to go all the way to the other side of the restaurant so that she didn't have to be in the bathroom with me. And I'm not even trans, you know? Yeah. So I can't even, I can't even imagine what, what trans people go through. Absolutely. And when, um, Jaden came out, that was one of his things he asked me is he was like, can I use the boys bathroom? Can I use the men's bathroom? And I said, yeah. And he's like, well, I can't like, you know, this is like a 12 year old brain. So he's like, well, I can't stand up to pee. Like, what do I do? And so I said, let's call Charlie. And that's one of the gifts that I have with Jaden coming out is that we have everything that Charlie has taught us. Right. You, Yeah, you have that. And you have Charlie as kind of his guidance, his guiding light in a Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And so there's some of the silliest things is Charlie's like, walk in. He's all the first thing you're going to notice is whether or not they have a door 
on the toilet. Right. And he said, if they do, just walk in, shut the door. And he says, but men only go in there to poop. So sit down, pee, but you just can't pop up and run out. You got to stay a minute. And I was like, I would never even think, think about that. that. Mm-hmm. But Charlie thinks in that way because he has to think about his safety. That's very disheartening that that even yeah. has to be a thing. So then, you know, and then so just talking about different situations of if there's not a door, or like all these different things. And it's so weird because for me, I'm just like, I don't think about those things. I go in, I use the bathroom, I leave. I don't think that I'm going to be killed. Right. Or worse. I don't know what's worse. Well, I do know what's worse than killed because you're left alive and you're fucking traumatized. So there's things that are worse. Yeah, that, yep. And so it's just crazy. But now that I've beat all the way around the bush, Sean, <laughs> by the way, likes to say, I don't beat, beat around the bush. I run around the fucking block. <laughs> I started doing this because kids showed up in my life one-to-one. Charlie would bring somebody home who didn't have an accepting household so they could be in my environment. Um, and where I live, a lot of that conversation is, you know, there's people who like, they grow up here. This is all they know. And I'm like, listen, right. people are out there. Like you get to live and have fun and enjoy life. It's not just like it is here. Um, and so with TikTok and my marketing background, I was like, I wonder if I said something and used hashtags, if I could reach more people. Yeah. If and I could. Sure have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to me, it's wonderful and horribly sad all at the same time that all I had to do was show up and say, I love you and God loves you. And if anybody told you different, they were wrong. Fuck them. Yeah. That's all I had to say. And your shit moved me uh, like, like, and I come from, you know, my mother accepts me. She's not the, um, uh, most educated on on all of it you know what i mean there are certain yeah. things that she still doesn't understand but it has nothing to do with me being gay like i have my sister's gay and married and um i didn't she, know that what i didn't know that you didn't yeah apparently yeah. It runs in the fucking family that's what my friend looked at me the other day and said what are you doing <laughs> just you know giving birth <laughs> to all these trans kids what are you <laughs> What's wrong with that? Right. The fuck? My mom gives birth to lesbians. It's fine. <laughs> but like, even as me coming from a household where I'm accepted and loved, my mom won't date a guy that has some shit to say about gay people. Like, that's it. You know, yeah. she'll tell him off the bat, my daughters are gay. What do you think about it? And if they have some sort of ignorant, snide remark, she's like, peace the fuck out. Bye. You know? Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So me coming from that, I saw your videos and I was still like, wow, like this is, this is fucking amazing. You know, like it's, I think, well, with you, it's, with you, it's, it's twofold. Obviously it's the fact that you're coming on and saying, Hey, you're accepted as a gay person. And when I was, I'm 31, when I was first coming out of the closet, had I come across somebody like you, it would have, it would have made coming out so much easier Mm -hmm. um, and feel more safe. But also the fact that you say I'm a Christian mother, that I think is like groundbreaking because I, I know I have a lot of animosity toward organized religion and like um, my religion in general because of how I've been treated as a gay person. Yes. And we went through that where when Charlie first came out, 
we had been super involved in a church and never have I been kicked out of a church. Um, but we were super involved mm-hmm. and we, we weren't, uh, it was definitely a, well, you know, love the sinner, hate the sin type of environment. Yeah. And so then Charlie realized that even though they said it was okay that whatever, it also meant any chance that they got him alone with things, situations that camp or different things that were supposed to just be fun and free, that it then turned into them talking to him, not, you know, running some huge intervention, but, but like offer it. He was like, they would just offer up, like, you know, we can help you when you're ready. And, you know, there's reasons that you're like this and it's not okay. And, and that sort of thing. And then the, the last church that we were just at when Jaden came out, um, because I live in a huge conservative area, we mm-hmm. were going to a church that is super conservative, um, a Pentecostal. So, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I love, I absolutely love the preacher there and his wife. And if it was just them, we would still be there. They've always been accepting and loving towards my family mm-hmm. um, and, and not in a negative way, just like, their whole thing is everybody's relationship with God is their own. And we just want you to have a relationship with God. And so I, so I was comfortable with that, but I do know that there was people I was going to church with that felt differently. Um, I, I sat in prayer group until I couldn't go anymore because I sat with a woman who would pray that her lesbian daughter would turn away from her ways and that all doors would be closed to her. So she would be forced to come home. I know her lesbian daughter is a transgender married man who is not going to turn from his wife and come home. Right. So I can't, I can't sit and pray about that. And so when Jaden came out and I knew the way this person had been treated in the church, that they weren't allowed to be left alone with opposite sex or different things, you know, mm-hmm. that Jaden was not going to walk back in that building. Um, and I don't fucking blame them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I just, I found a place. Um, I do want to mention and um, suggest you put it up anywhere. There is a website. <laughs> there is a, <laughs> there's a website called gaychurch.org. Gaychurch.org. Okay. And it, all you have to do is put in your zip code and it'll tell you any affirming churches in your area. Oh my God. That's so amazing. Somebody yeah, out so- there needs to fucking hear that. Absolutely. So, and then I was like, what are we going to do? And then I'm like, oh, wait, let me take my own fucking advice and put my (laughs) own zip code at gaychurch.org. And so we found a very small church about 30 minutes away. It's not like the mega church that we were at doesn't have all the involvement for the kids, but they're happy. Right. Um, And we still have a relationship. No, not just absolutely not completely welcomed there. So that was important to me. But Also, when I start, like, if you go back to the beginning of TikToks, I didn't cuss. And I really had a battle with this because I fucking cuss all the time. It's (laughs) it's part of who I am. I have eight older brothers. My dad was a military man. Like, it's just. Right. uh, We joked that my maiden last name is Bates. And we're like, the Bates kids could use the F word for like the adjective, the noun, the pronoun, you know, fuck that fucking fucker. It's an absolute. Franco kids too. Swear to God. (laughs) So that's, it's who I am. And so I pulled it back at first because I'm like, okay, nobody's going to take me serious unless I'm like the Christian mother 
who also loves gay kids. Right. And then I was like, okay, wait, no, I'm not okay with any of these stereotypes. Just because I have this doesn't mean that I'm not Christian. Just right. because I say fuck doesn't mean I'm not Christian. Right. It's, it, we put our, like, we're, again, it's like fucking society thinks that you can't be religious or spiritual and also be fucking human, I guess. I don't even know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one of the things that it drives me crazy. And one of the reasons it drives me crazy is it's because, you know, I've had the perfect people's kids in my house telling me about how they got the morning after pill by themselves because their parents had no clue that they were having sex behind a dumpster somewhere. Right. You know, because they couldn't talk to them. Yeah. But then I am totally shunned for being the person whose kids on birth control with a condom in their pocket. And I'm like, listen, we are human beings. Literally the whole basis of religion is that Jesus came here and said to God, dude, they can't stop fucking up. <laughs> they can't, they cannot stop it. They can't do it. I, I'm here. I've talked to them. I've sat with them. And then I turn my head and they go fuck up. They're a bunch of fuck ups. <laughs> and it's not going to stop. You know, he said it a lot more eloquently, like, you know, they know not what they do, but. That's basically what he was saying. They can't not do this. And I will die on the cross and come home to you and give them a way to follow. I will just lay down for them, but they can't not do this. But the part that I'm teaching is that, okay, that's about sin. That's mm -hmm. about, dude, I lied. I cheated on somebody. I did somebody wrong. I stole something. Like, those are our sins. The, I was a malicious asshole. Yeah. Absolutely. I said rumors, all the things we pray about like that, like, please help me not be this human. That's a sin. That's a sin. Okay. Who we are, the fact that my eyes are brown, that I, that I am heterosexual, am white. That's who I was created by God to be. And that's mm -hmm. my message. Being LGBTQ plus is who you were created by God to be. It's not a sin. It's not something you can help pray about, pray the damn gay away. That doesn't <laughs> happen. It's who you are. Yeah. And the world is hard enough to get through without people trying to also say, well, wipe that away. Right. And I feel as though it discourages a lot. First of all, it again, I feel like it's twofold, right? I feel like religion discourages a lot of people. Again, I have a lot of animosity toward organized religion and, and um, like for myself, of course, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would never look at anybody else and be like, ah, whatever. But like for a while, I was like, the Bible's bullshit because the Bible apparently says that I'm bullshit. So fuck the, like, you know what I mean? That was my attitude. Yeah. Um, and, and I think even the videos that you do explaining how like, no, it doesn't fucking say this. <laughs> Nowhere in the Bible does it say this. You know Absolutely. I mean? and, and there's a big thing. Uh, you might edit this out or keep it. I don't know. I can't talk about it on TikTok and it drives me nuts because I see other people do it. But the second I do it, they like ban me somewhere. Um, <laughs> is when they've taken words mm -hmm. from the Bible mm -hmm. and and it's people who, you know, we're talking about different, you know, Hebrew, Greek, Latin type of terms. They take words and they're like, oh, that's definitely about men sleeping with men. And it's like, okay, no, it's about 
pedophilia because you have to take it into context of where they were and men sleeping with other men was absolutely normal. <laughs> it wasn't something to talk about. It was normal, but they were saying, Hey, let's not do that with young boys and slaves. Cool. <laughs> right. And, you know, let, and that's the thing is the whole Sodom and Gomorrah or different things. It's like, okay, we're talking about gang rape. We're talking about pedophilia. We would never in this day and age right now, take one of those stories, put it into today's context and say us telling someone, Hey, let's not gang rape people to be, let's not have sex with like, I would say let's not rape women, but I'm not saying let's not have sex with them. Right. Let's not have sex with children, but not, not let's have sex with consensual adults. Exactly. And I think that more of the Bible is coming out where people are speaking up and saying, listen, rather it's these words weren't, I mean, politics have always been there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Whether it's, if it's these words don't matter or they were misconstrued or that sort of thing. And the, um, the other thing is there is a book, it's called God and the Gay Christian by Matthew Vines. And there's a website, it's Reformation, I think it might be the, but it's reformationproject.org. Okay. And uh, that's also put on by Matthew Vines. It was one of the first books I read. He was a Christian who was gay. And he didn't come from it like, oh, I hate, he like, he didn't want to give up his faith, but he realized that being gay was who he was. Yeah. And that, you know, conversion therapies don't work and that sort of thing. And so he just really researched and went and, and he just breaks it down and explains it so great in the book of what's called the clobber passages, the ones that are used against us, little passages. Leviticus. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just a great way. And, and that's my biggest thing when people are like, what do I do with this and that? And I'm like, educate yourselves. Why? I'm, here's the mom in me. Why the fuck in this day and age, when you can educate yourself, do people want to show up to an influencer? It doesn't matter if it's me or somebody else and say, I need the answer. No, you need to educate. You don't even need my opinion. Read a book. Exactly. Educate yourself. Look online. Yeah. And don't just look up gays in the Bible because now you're going to be crying for three hours. <laughs> but, but look up like gay positive you know, Bible, Christians okay with God, like different things where you're going to find that sort of thing. The other thing is um, progressive clergy Mm. has been amazing coming out on TikTok. I was just about to say, yeah, TikTok, I've seen a lot. And it makes my heart so happy to see like fucking priests sitting there and they're, you know, they're, whatever it's called the robes <laughs> and they're like yeah we love the gays and i'm like where the fuck were you when, when i was 13 guy you know like exactly so it's it's been great and there is one i'll have to find her and send you a video because she's like she's in the process of being ordained but she's like i'm a fucking preacher she's like the cussing preacher or something she's just <laughs> yes. like you know it, it this day and age and it's funny because i have a friend who's a preacher and she was talking to me about um because like i said i put a lot of thought into okay do i just cut loose yeah um you know because in all honesty sean was like babe you can't and they're not going to take you serious and so i talked to her and i was like but listen like cussing is part of my ministry 
it lets people know it's one of the reasons like you relate to me. You're like, yes. wait, she's a whole real person that I could have a drink with. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested to see what her other values and thoughts are. I, okay. Uh, again, going back to my love for you. Um, like my favorite subject, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm planning on writing a book about, it's going to be a couple parts, uh, <laughs> series but my my initial love for you was your message and what you were saying of course and I'm like she's so awesome like sweet and you are you're a sweet wonderful human being but then once you and I connected and we got each other's numbers and I started talking to you and I'm like oh this bitch over here is like <laughs> you know this is my bitch now like you know what I mean like yeah. it just makes it that much more it just makes you that much. I just love you. That's yeah. all. All right. Well, we, we can end I, now because that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all we need to say. <laughs> anyway, um, well, it's funny because I joke with, um, I get asked all the time mm-hmm. if um, I am what my sexuality is. And oh. if I've ever questioned my sexuality or my gender, because um, people, you know, they're not assuming to know. They don't know me, especially if they just pop on or whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, I always talk about I'm cisgendered and straight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but anything happens to Dado and I'm marrying a trans man. Because um, <laughs> like, I think I would still be straight. Mm-hmm. But knowing what I do about trans men, um, I, I need that in, type of love in my life versus um the overraging amount of toxic masculinity that i could probably find looking for a new partner oh my god and it's (laughs) it's fucking bad out there too absolutely (laughs) so i'm just like oh no but that but i still consider that straight that is that is straight absolutely yeah and i think that's a big thing um charlie runs into that where his girlfriend gets called a lesbian a lot and she's like i'm straight and people are like, well, you can't be because you're with Charlie. And she's like, and Charlie's a fucking man. So that still makes me straight. I'm not right. suddenly a lesbian because my husband's trans. Right. And they're not married, but that's my point. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, it's, I mean, it's the truth, though, that I feel is the, and there's a lot of debate around it. Even within the trans community, like there are trans people that just don't fucking agree. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though, like, you're a man, whether it doesn't matter what's in your pantalones, you know what I mean? No, exactly. I, I, like people, people look at me, straight females look at me and see a guy and I don't even identify as a man. I have, I have, you know, some gender dysphoria, body dysmorphia, all of that. Um, I wear binders, you know what I mean? And, and I feel more comfortable like that, but um, like I don't identify as a man, but I, I know that women look at me as a male. Because, Masculine. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't matter that I have a cheat, like a vagina, you know. Was, what were you going to call it? A chichi. <laughs> <laughs> a cooter catter. Cooter, cooter something we use around here. Chichi I hadn't heard. And I, think, I think I'd rather per- prefer that than my five-year-old granddaughter running around screaming. Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cooter though. I just fucking love <laughs> But I think I think that that's something that there's very much that going on. Like it's it's TikTok. 
Yeah. And it allows you to see. We have a thing that we say on my lives. Somehow we all get caught up in this um, where we say souls, not holes. Souls, not holes. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Yes. But I think that we start to realize my mom told me once. she's like, I think hopefully eventually not in our lifetimes, but eventually the world will become a place of one race. And for lack of a better way to put it, all androgyny and bisexuality. Like yes. it's, it's just about, it's not, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, that's not a black man. Who's that? Oh, it's that black guy. No, it's just that guy who you work with. Right. You know, right. And, and the same thing, like, who are you in love with? It's like, it doesn't have to be, oh, well, it's this guy or this girl or this trans person or this, you know, oh, they're asexual or we're this, like, it's just this, this person. I'm right. in love with this person. And I think that what's interesting to me, and I know that you're friends with Rhea, and I, I can imagine how she feels about how that whole thing, but there's definitely among stud lesbians, this awakening of straight ass women who are like, okay, wait, why laying in my bed or sitting here watching soap operas is all of a sudden my coochie went, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like where did this wop come from <laughs> exactly it's like why did i react to that i and can't I think, tell you how many comments i get yeah and i think that that is it's interesting when you take away because you're in the privacy of your home yes. so you take away society telling you you have to feel or can't feel a certain way that we fall in love with an inside of a person first i mean yeah. uh, I think sometimes Rhea goes, whatever that stupid tie black shirt video was that everybody's like, okay, whoa, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but we fall in love with a human yes. and we're like, wow, I would love to spend time with them. And I love the way they handle things. And they're so funny or kinky or whatever yep. that, that when you start to say, I, they get me, they understand how yeah. I am. When you feel, and I've, I've been in situations where, I mean, I've, been with a lot of straight females <laughs> i've heard that about you <laughs> <laughs> yes yes I've, I've been with a good amount um and it's that it's like for for me as a lesbian i i love freely you know what i mean obviously i i'm not afraid to love a female um but i get all of these females that are afraid to love me even though i treat them with the most respect and and want to give want to shower them in fucking love it's like and they, and they want to be with me because they love being around me they love fucking me they love like well, everything that comes with me but they just don't love the idea that i have a vagina i have a cooter catter and that yeah. there's a label to that and i feel like if we could just get rid of that fucking label and just call it what it is which is just love that's it yeah just fucking love We'd be a lot, you know, like we'd be loving more freely in the world, I feel. But I think that, I think that as strange as that is to say this also relates to parents, but it does. Mm. It's one thing to handle some shit in your own house. It's another thing to parade whatever that situation is in front of everybody. Right. Excuse me. So for a straight woman that's with you, mm. it could be, well, like this bed thing, fucking phenomenal. <laughs> However, let's like, we can't be holding hands at the grocery store 
and you can't come to Christmas with me. And like, I can't talk about it outside of the bed because then I have to answer for it. Yes. Yes. And the same thing happens. I, I talk to so many kids. And when I say kid, I include anything under 25 as a child. <laughs> if, if you were the same age as something that fell out of my cooter, you were a child. <laughs> so, uh, but I talk to so many kids that they're like, my parents say they accept, but they don't. They don't use my pronouns or they say they accept, but I'm, I'm not allowed to change my hair, the way I dress, my pronouns, my name, my, uh, I can be gay, but they don't want me acting on it until I'm older because they said that I might change my mind. And so nobody should know, like so many parents just want to, like parents need to fucking come out of the closet too. Right. Yeah. Like they just do and be like, listen, these are my gay kids. And, and if you don't like them, I had to do that again. Like I've had to do that a couple times and fuck it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. I just had to do it this time. I had to message everybody I know mm-hmm. and say, Jaden just came out. His name is Jaden. He's using he, him pronouns. Right. We are, it will be exactly like Charlie. This, my child came to me in my kitchen and said, mom, can you call me him? And I said, hold up, bitch, let's talk. <laughs> my exact words. And we sat and we talked and I, and, and this wasn't new. So Jaden went through first, second grade, right around there, almost a full school year um, with his head shaved and uh, being called Jackson and, and kind of feeling it out a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. then um, kind of went back in the closet himself, was just like he noticed that people didn't treat him right and he didn't like it. And he was in public school at the time I homeschool now. Um, thank you, COVID. So (laughs) he was just, um, so this wasn't a shock to us. Like we were waiting. We, we knew that eventually he would hit a point in his life. Um, and it became that puberty's coming, Mm. um, and homeschools, he realized he didn't have to go back to school and was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Um, we have a rule in my house that once you get puffy nipples, you have to wear a bra. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like that, that stage in life. But he, the great news is he sees, um, we have gone to his pediatrician and have got the referral. Um, if you have a trans kid, you need a therapist that specializes in gender dysphoria and you need a pediatrician that specializes in gender dysphoria. And there are, they are out there. Yes, I live in the middle of, we have to do virtual visits because it's going to be a four-hour drive if I win. With Charlie, it was a four-hour drive. I thank God that we're going to do virtual visits with Jaden because I don't want to <laughs> do a whole day just to go to the doctor. Thank but you, COVID he, again. Yes, he should be starting, uh, we'll have to do blood work and stuff, but he will be starting blockers either next week or the week after. That's amazing. Um, yes, and so, and that's a choice that I've made people like, is he starting tea? I'm like, he's fucking 12. No, he's not starting tea. (laughs) And and that doesn't have to do with whether or not I believe him. It's that he's 12 years old. Right. So uh, he wasn't even, his body wasn't even really starting estrogen yet. So why would I pump tea in him? Um, But I am absolutely starting the blockers. And so that I, and Charlie was just like, you lucky bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, he, he won't have to have a period. 
he won't have to when he decides to transition he will he will then stop the blocker start the testosterone and won't have to fight through reversing feminine puberty yes in order to be the man that he's going to be not to mention the dysphoria that he won't be feeling from certain things developing and happening you know absolutely Absolutely. So we'll just, we'll see how that all goes, but I'm excited for it. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, another thing that I want to talk about is I have, um, yes. what, what do you think I'm talking about? I have no idea, but I just <laughs> love the fact that you want to talk about something. That's, oh. um, my nipples just got hard. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I have um, a TikTok baby in my home. Uh-huh. And um, I wish they would just never leave. They came. When did you come? Monday. Monday last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's not fucking Monday today. So, <laughs> so they came on Monday, and they were going to leave Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. And they're here. A TikTok baby. Oh, this is the baby that I said hello to the other night when we were on the phone. Uh, possibly. Their name is Carly, and uh. How old are you? They're 22. And I I think that we, just like you and I formed a connection, like you formed different connections. It's so hard. It's weird. I don't know how you are with your, I like to say audience. I fucking hate the word fan. That's what I was like. James Charles has some sisters. I need something. And so I was like, for me, it's baby. I call everybody baby anyway. Right. So I was like, they're my babies. Um, But whether it's on, a live stream or just the messages they put in um, or coming and finding me on other social, like there's just people who punch through the noise that is a hundred thousand people. And then there's also certain people that you just, you connect with. Yes, absolutely. So uh, my daughter just got married and I had all my adult children home, all five of the adult children, including Brittany. And so I uh, talked to Carly and was just like, you need to get, you need to come. You need to, even if it's, you know, and it's like a six hour drive. So it wasn't easy. <laughs> and, but I was like, you need to come now. Like Charlie's home. Um, my, like all my kids are home. Like you need to see this. And, and what's interesting to me mm-hmm. Because this has been different than anything that I've dealt with. I've never brought, uh, like, I've had teenage kids in my home. Yeah. Um, some stay with me for small periods of time or, or if they get kicked out or that sort of thing. But I've never had an adult in an environment where I didn't have to be careful, tread, you know, be, it, it just, you know, you have a 16 year old in your house and you have to be careful about, like, what you're saying and the advice you give. Because right. I, I always will always feel that children will be best healed with them reconnecting with a parent with a parent accepting and then like I can never replace a parent no matter who they are it's always best if that parent pulls their head out of their ass (laughs) the child can reconnect (laughs) with them stops being a dipshit (laughs) exactly so when Carly came here it was the first time that I had an adult come into um our environment and like I said that they're still here Mm -hmm. um 
And what's interesting is watching somebody just fucking unpack baggage in front of your eyes. Because this is the first time that they've, without going too deep, that they've ever experienced in an environment that is just accepting. Right. That's just absolutely accepting. There's no, um, you know, I have he, him, they, them pronouns. Absolutely fine. Right. And I, there's no uh, if, ands, or buts about it. It's just, no, it, 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 it is. It just is. That's who you are. That's how you are respected. And it's not a topic of conversation every fucking five minutes. Like you're just going to live and breathe. Yeah. 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 You know, but then it also at the same time is that backup. I didn't ask you permission. So I fucking hope you're okay with this. Um, We were, (laughs) we were sitting at Applebee's um, visiting Charlie yesterday. Everybody's sitting around eating, shooting the shit, having a great time. And all of a sudden I just watch this child shut down. And they're sitting right next to me. And I go, what the hell's going on? I got to go pee. That was all it is. Well, why? Do we know why? Why was it? Because of the androgyny. So now where do you go? Oh. So dad just goes, come on, let's go to the fucking bathroom and stands up and goes. And and in our household, that's normal. Yeah, yeah. Jaden knows that no matter what situation we're in, whoever he's comfortable with saying, I want to go to your bathroom, that we go with them. I have a little pin that I have on my bag that I carry that says, I'll go with you. And and like, literally, that's what, like, I will go take a piss with you, no matter who you are, where you're at, you know, because it's, but that's the reality of life right now. And so when you are trans anywhere in that trans rainbow, yeah. Um, you need you need people to back you up and, and just you. go to the fucking bathroom with you <laughs> like at something is and so and it's like something as simple as that you know that um that cis people take for granted yes that's huge to a trans person you know yes. i could imagine that it's probably like even emotional seeing the acceptance you know like um like if i could so i'm trying to put myself in that position where if i came from a house where i wasn't let's say necessarily accepted fully and then i walked into your home where it's literally the complete opposite it's like it's like bitch be you it it would be like emotional for me in a good way no i and i think I think that's it. And I think what else is important is that kids don't care. So I have grandkids. Jaden yes. just transitioned in front of everybody's eyes. Everybody's who was under five years old. We didn't sit down. I think this is so important. You don't have to fucking explain it to children. You don't. When Charlie came out, Hagen just one day looks at her oldest sister and said, so Charlie likes girls the way that most girls like boys. And Joanne said, yep. And she said, okay. Like, she just needed a little bit of clarification. She was figuring it out. My uh, my other favorite story about Hagen, I'll tell you in a second, because I don't want to get off the subject of the kids. My granddaughter, Ava, Mm -hmm. um, Jaden's like, my name's, I'm Uncle Jaden. And she's like, but you know, you're not. I mean, she didn't say that. (laughs) But she was just like, no, you're Aunt Sherry. We didn't fight with her. We didn't try to sit down and explain it to her. We just were around her and so then she was like oh wait everybody's calling this human uncle Jaden." and literally within 48 hours 
I heard her for the first time say, Uncle Jaden, come help me with this. And that must have been so amazing for, for Jaden, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he loves it. Right. But it, to me, it's so important that people are like, well, how do you explain to the kids? You're going to confuse them. And get, no, you don't. But that's the thing. You probably would fuck them up if you want to sit them down and explain to them gender and sexuality. Like, they don't need to right. hear that no matter who they are at five. And it makes them care. more more open too, as 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 um, adolescents and adults. Even like I I grew up as a this is how I was. From I'm 31. I was like this from the time I was 14. I cut my hair when I was 16. My younger cousins that are significantly younger than me, 10, 12 years younger than me, grew up with this face right here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> This potato ass bitch face. <laughs> so they only knew their androgynous lesbian um, cousin who dates females. And now, as a result, <laughs> as a result, uh, there's six of us, four of which are queer in some way. <laughs> there you go, wiping your gay on everybody. Right, right. <laughs> And two, the two that are straight are the most gay friendly and accepting. And you know what I mean? Because when you grow up around it and it's second nature and you don't have to explain it. I never had to sit down to my younger cousins and say, I lick vagina. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was just for children. (laughs) Right. No, I, I get that. Hagen. So Charlie, when we lived in an area where we could, um, I'm originally from San Diego. Mm-hmm. So when we lived in an area, um, when Charlie was first coming out, um, we're able to find like a youth support group for gay kids. Mm-hmm. And so we took Charlie and dropped him off. And then we started walking around Hillcrest, which is a predominantly queer area of San Diego. And in front of us, we're walking with the kids to go grab something to eat. And in front of us is a gay couple mm. and one of these men could have been prince like the, <laughs> the high-heeled boots like just he was completely bedazzled and they were <laughs> absolutely all over each other and very feminine and and I was wondering because she was like seven at the time I'm like okay what sort of questions are going to come of this because she was I was watching her watch Mm. And they were, we were at like a little, to walk across the street and they were going to go one way and we were going to go the other. So they walked ahead because they were going a different direction. We were still waiting for the light. And when they walked away far enough that she could speak, she said, mom. And I went, yeah. And she said, did you see those boots? And I was like, I win parenting. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing she saw were fabulous fucking boots. She didn't care that those were two very feminine men all over each other that um, she, she just saw love and some fucking amazing boots right because kids don't kids don't see that unless they're taught it exactly you know? and i have a neighbor who you know she's my niece same thing you know she um had some questions like so does aunt tori uh is she gonna ma- is she is she gonna have a husband or a wife and when my uh her name is Jackie, my neighbor Jackie was like, Aunt Tori's gonna have a wife and she was like, Okay, like pass the play <laughs> pass the play doh. Like, you know. <laughs> That's all I care about. This curious. Right. <laughs> so I have to ask, are you recognized out? 
I have been. Yeah. I ha- yeah. Have How you? How do you feel about that? Uh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's cool. You know, it's very cool and flattering and, and stuff. But it's also like I gave an last time I was recognized out, I gave an autograph and like I felt like a pretentious prick doing it. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, like who the fuck wants my autograph? Like I drew a stick. My friend, I was vlogging it and my friend was like, do you want her autograph? I'm like, stop. And she's like, oh, my God, I would love it. And I'm like, really? You want my fucking John Hancock? (laughs) Whatever. Okay. Um, what about you a couple times Hmm. and the first time to me is the most precious I was in a fucking McDonald's (laughs) drive-thru and you know when they like push you to the side because your fries aren't ready or you're ordering for 78 children like I do so they're like (laughs) go go park over there we don't have time for your shit (laughs) right 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 right. so and then um the guy that he was like cleaning the windows outside and I'm just like sitting there going through my TikToks and parked and he all of a sudden I hear Mama Jill <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> they do that too like they say your name as if like they've known you isn't that weird yeah and you're and like some for like for me at least I'm like wait do I know you from high school or like like I'm trying to figure out anyway Sorry. Yeah. So, Sorry. and then uh, another time, what I what happens to me more often is they see me and then they message me. Were you here? Well, yes, motherfucker. Why don't you come say hi? I hate that. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. It was like, so I'm always like, come say hi to me. I want you to say hi to me. Yeah, yeah. I want to. The problem is, I also want to hug everybody. I think I hugged Sean. Counted. I hugged five complete strangers yesterday. <laughs> so I'm just like. And I told one of them, I'm like, this is why I don't do meet and greets because I will straight up catch coke. <laughs> right. No. Like, I cannot hug you. I can't. You cannot stand in front of me. Like, uh, like I can tell you why I'm touching my body. Right. <laughs> you're doing this. But I'm like, okay, come here. <laughs> That's exactly the first time I got recognized. I was in a fucking best market trying to get my best friend, Brittany, who, by the way, loves the fuck out of you. And she'd hate me if I didn't tell you that. Um, oh I was getting her like I don't know Corona frescas or whatever refrescas and two people walked up to me one of them is like Tori like not even like Tori Franco she was just like Tori and I was like (laughs) mom like I don't know who you are (laughs) and she's like I follow you on TikTok and I was like oh my god and literally I went in like we've had our masks on but I was like can I hug you and she was like yeah I'm like let's hug it out bitch like you know I can't, yeah. I can't not, I can't not love on people. And, um, so it is what it is and it's, and it's hard. I I've literally posted and taken down shit. I, I will admit that because people have been like, Oh, you're going <laughs> to kill everybody. I'm like, damn it. I just, I don't have the energy. Um, I've been asked to, um, like go to things like rallies type stuff. And I'm like, listen, you have a love-in where I'm pretty much guaranteed that where I go there and everything's cool and people just want to love me and I want to love them, I'm in. But if it's a possibility that people are going to get crazy and, like, I don't know, shoes are going to be thrown at me, I'm absolutely not fucking your bitch. Right, <laughs> so no, I, it's just who I am. I can't. I can't I, I, no way. 
I don't blame you. And I have a fucking question for you. Yeah. Okay. And this just came up because this is an issue for me. But now that we're kind of like comparing notes, you have to get a lot of people who are um, who are seeking mental mental health yes. issues. Uh, not seeking their mental health counseling. Yes. But they go to you instead of a professional um, for whatever reason. Maybe they feel yes. comfortable. Maybe they want attention. They want to, you know, whatever it is. What do you, how do you, I'm going to ask you how you feel about it and then I'm going to give my opinion on it. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for it. Okay. So I don't know if you heard, but I got permanently banned from going live on TikTok. Yes. I remember you texted me and you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's it. I'm done. My career's over. Oh, wait, now? Again? No. So the reason I got permanently banned then, and it got lifted, and the only thing I will always say it was my babies that got it unlifted because I got so many messages of I've messaged TikTok, I've emailed TikTok, I've done this, I've done so many that I will always say that that's what got it back, got my live stream back. But I was talking about suicide because um, I get a lot of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just (sighs) transgender people as a whole, have a 50% attempted suicide rate. Yeah. That drops down to under 10% with one difference, and that's parental support. That's, that's real? That's, that's a tr- fucking real statistic? Yeah, that's like the Trevor Project statistics. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why do you support your kids? Because I like them to not die. To me, even if you're a crazy Christian... How about the fact that if you're a crazy psycho Christian, you believe that if they commit suicide, that they're going to help, period. So why not just support them so that they stay alive? Right. Then you can duke this out their whole life. Right. No, absolutely. hundred percent. So somebody was talking about things and um, I tried committing suicide twice as a teenager. You did? Yeah. So second time almost did, did a good job. Uh, and so I don't, uh, just because I don't want to encourage anybody, I don't want to talk about methods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically this, uh, the second time had a little, a little stint in the ICU. And my mom um, told me, you were trying to solve a temporary problem with a permanent solution. Right. And it stuck with me. And I've always battled with depression. I still do. I'm technically bipolar, which is why you'll see me some days looking like ass and other days I'm like, oh my God, it's just (laughs) who I am. It's how I was created. Um, But once I gave birth, I never, I've never had any suicidal ideation whatsoever. Um, I could never do that to my children. Okay. But I was just kind of talking about my story because I think it's important to be like, listen, I have been there. Right. I understand what it means to look in the mirror and say, fuck this, check out. It's never going to get better. It's never going to be okay. And that's what I got banned for. And it pissed me off because it literally says in TikTok's things that if you talk about those subjects for education, it's okay. So don't just shut me down at a trigger word. 
Um, so I now I don't allow the talk or a lot of triggering talk because what happens when you have a huge section of people who are on a live who are all very fragile and someone comes in and just says, I'm in a not okay place, I am no longer in control of the live. Everybody, because they're hugely compassionate, is going towards that person. And sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, thank you for all the love. I really needed this tonight. And other times they're like, you can fucking use this. Like, it's just, it is what it is. I feel like they're just there baiting people. Right. It just keeps going. Oh, oh no, that's it. Forget it. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I can't go on. And then they'll stop commenting or they'll disappear. And so there's nothing I can do. Right. Nothing I can do sitting in Pennsylvania. I can't hide, find them. I can't call the police. No, exactly. I don't know if they're, if they are a serious person who needs help or if they're just some douchebag sitting there laughing, drinking a beer. Right. And there are, there are people out there who just reach out to people like you or I, like influencers. I hate that fucking word, but like, you know, um, people on social media just for the attention, just for the clout, just for the uh, validation that they got your attention. I got Mama Absolutely. Jill's attention. Absolutely. So what I do now and and what I encourage to do is if somebody is in that place, um, we just let them know that triggering talk is not allowed. And I refer out. Um, the Trevor Project is a good one. Su- National Suicide Prevention Hotline is another one that I use. But I'm just like, I'm not a therapist. I'm a mom. Thank you. I am a mom. I cannot, there's no way I know your life. And it's the same thing. People are like, how do I come out? I'm like, you fucking don't. <laughs> I, I know it's weird advice, but it's like, you are 15. And I seriously have no idea if your dad's going to beat your ass or not. Right. Or if you're going to go to conversion therapy or if you're going to be tortured psychologically. So if you ask me how you come out, my answer is you absolutely do not. Until you, my advice is always you come, unless like, you know, your parents are like swinging gay people from the chandeliers. So just go talk to your mom. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? <laughs> but, but most of the time it's people saying my parents are homophobic or they're, they're super devout Christian. I know they hate gays and what do I, how do I come out? You, you don't come out. It's not a Hallmark movie. They're not going to say, oh, I hate all gays, but you, Bobby, it's fine. <laughs> Just don't do it. And so my advice is always, if you're under 18, you take all that focus into, <laughs> sounds crazy, sounds like a mother. Watch your grades in school so that you have opportunity, you have the opportunity to do whatever you want. Um, get a job so that you can save up so that you have a car. And a couple grand in the bank. So when you turned 18, you can say kick rocks, I'm out. Yeah. Like all of those type of healthy steps. That's where I want your focus to be. And then I tell people who are of age, um, public place, bring back up. And uh, those are kind of my two biggest things is I don't ever, you need to be in public because even though your parents might get pissed off and my toes are like, why did you do it in the middle of the thing? Well, I did it because I fucking knew you were going to be crazy. That's why I did it. <laughs> like I wasn't going to do it in the living room with nobody. And, and depending on how your family is, you may be able to have your friends sitting next to you in the restaurant or they may have to be in the car, but you need backup. You need that person to where when your people who should never let you down, let you down, that you've got someone who's going to wrap their arms around you yes. and tell you that it's okay. Absolutely. That you're going to make it and that you're not alone that night. Um, 
I just, uh, that's the hardest thing for me. It's like, dude, this world's so fucking hard. It's so hard to just live. Yeah, it's crazy how difficult it is to just be who the fuck you are. Absolutely. I am 45. 45. And I still, whether it's I walk around my house, I look at my bank account, I'm still like, when the fuck am I going to grow up? Like, where's an adult going (laughs) to show up? Like, I don't know how to match towels. I still don't fucking put a top sheet (laughs) on my bed. Like, I don't know when this adult woman's, I'm a grandma, and I don't know when she's going to show up. Like, I still love to have fun. And I, I want to always be that person. Because, and that's the thing, you should always be that person because we, we li- again, it's fucking society, man. Like, we should make shirts that just say, fuck, fucking society. Because, like, <laughs> it's, that's, it's just the societal norm is you reach a certain age and you become this fucking, like, um, uptight. Karen. Karen, right. <laughs> nobody wants to fucking hang. That's not going to be me. Like, and that, and you know what? Maybe that's another reason why you and I connect so, so much because like, who wants to live like that? I don't. Not me. I don't want to live in a world like that. Yeah. You know? And, and I, again, like, it's just so disheartening that, um, that there are still people out there who are living their lives in the closet, not loving fully to their fullest potential because their family or their mother, their whoever are, are a bunch of dipshits. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm saying that I know you'd probably don't, wouldn't call them dipshits. No, but they are. That's okay. Right. Well, and I, I think that something else that's really important and that we need to mention is that, so people always ask me, Mama, are you going to go live on Instagram? Have you done that yet? Do you have an Instagram? I, I, yeah, I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the great part about going live on Instagram is you can bring people on. Right. And at first I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I feel like a rock star. Like they come on, they cry, they freak out. I love to just give to them freely and let them feel that. Like they're just like, oh my God, you made my whole day. I'm like, holy shit. I can right. make someone's day just by sitting here and having a beer. Awesome. I am all in. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. But here's what's not amazing. I've only, it's not like I've talked to a ton. I've talked to one person mm-hmm. who called me or who was on Instagram, literally from the closet in an area mm-hmm. of the world where he was like, my family could kill me if they knew I was gay and it would be fucking be okay. And how, like, they don't just get a grow. This was like a grown ass human still living at home. Right. They don't just get to grow up and move out. Like, how do I leave my country? Can I? And I think that it's so important. um, I'm not, I think we all have gifts. My gift is to love. I'm not a preacher. I'm also not a political person who's going to change the world politically. But um, I think sometimes that we all forget our privilege of choice and that there are people living in our world right now who just being found out for being gay could mean that their life is gone. Right. I take that for granted even, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's easy to sit back and be like, okay, we have to deal with douchebags or we have to deal with this or someone might hate us. Um, but it is. And, and I think that just uh, the other thing is just daily. Okay. So I'm, well, I'm wearing a lot of hair. That's what I'm fucking wearing. So <laughs> I'm wearing this. It says Pride 2020. It was just a, a shirt that we had out this year. Um, on the back says you were loved, accepted, respected. So I, I wear it. Some, whenever I leave, <sighs> Carly the other day we were going somewhere and I was joking around I'm like oh, you're not fucking scared of me I'm not a badass and they're like you realize you look like like the gay fairy godmother right now <laughs> you <laughs> basically like my, are <laughs> yeah with like my pride adidas and my little backpack with all my little pins you know I just I look like an overgrown teenager with rainbows shooting out my asshole but I, like, oh. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I do it for a reason like if I run into a gay person I want them to be like this person accepts me yeah um, also because I've gone through so many years, I can't tell you how much I like get myself in the way of gay couples in fucking Target to smile at them, to just let them know that I see them being gay and I like it. <laughs> so I figure wearing rainbows is way easier, <laughs> but I get hate. I get yeah. hate. Oh, absolutely. It's probably predominantly from the Christian community. If oh, I yeah. Would. yeah, but I'm talking about Walmart. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the fuck is that? Like, just, just, I'm just trying to get some groceries, you know? And, and so, and it's interesting because I will think, Tori, I will think to myself, mm. I'm popping out of the car right now. Do I just want to grab my wallet or do I want to grab like the whole gay cape to run in here? Do I want to deal with that? But I get a, I have a choice to leave it in the car and just look like a mom right right um but when i i was at the mall and going through life with carly and if i do with charlie there's no Jaden. nobody's gonna fucking clock that child he's a little boy you know what i mean yeah 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 but when i'm with um obviously queer people there's not a time that you can go out and not just at least have somebody give a look, make a mm -hmm. comment, say something. Yep. Ever. I've gotten it. I've gotten it a lot, actually. I would imagine. And pe yeah, people are, I mean, now I'm like, I wear my, like, I'm like you. Now I'm like, come at me, bro. Like I wear my <laughs> rainbow mask purposefully especially if i know that i'm in like a predominantly conservative area like i'll purposely wear it like do something i want to yeah. get into a fight like you know what i'm saying yeah no i i went to the grocery store locally and i was covered in rainbows and i ran into a girlfriend who was covered like her t-shirt her mask her fucking fanny pack all had biden all over it oh okay, okay. and Ooh, i thought I, you were gonna say trump okay no and she goes what do you do she goes hey girl what are you doing i said fucking pick, pissing off everybody she goes oh me too <laughs> like <laughs> so because someone told i told carly because charlie's girlfriend told me to tell them they were like just tell them to follow all the Trump signs to mama's house. That's where you're like, that's where I live. So it's, but it is hard to, to realize, you know, people want to be like, uh, you know, why does the gay community, everybody's like, oh, I have anxiety and I have this and I can't do this and I can't, I can't adult. Right. And I'm like, you try adulting in their shoes for a day. 
especially if they don't have if they don't have a safe place to land you, I, part of the reason that you can go and deal with all the shit and all the stuff is because you get to come home mm-hmm. and know who you are in this world and know that you are loved because of and it. That, yeah and that you have a roof over your head food in your belly clothes on your back love in your heart because of your mom yeah it's it's there and for some people they don't they come home to hopefully an apartment usually a shitty ass job that's barely paying for that apartment and not a great support system because everything that they had is that support system has been ripped away from them and so the people that gave them alone. life no less you know like yeah i'm gonna give you life and then take basically take your livelihood away from you because of who you love it's like crazy to me. And and I, and I know that like statistically a lot of homeless people like homelessness is do it I don't know the percentage. You probably could know that. You probably could tell me the I percentage. don't, but I need to, especially uh teens. Right. A lot of like the homeless youth it, it's because of they're kicked out because they yeah. come out of the closet. And I think it's a high percentage like 10 to 20%, which doesn't sound high but if you look at the fucking numbers that's high that's a high amount of homelessness due to literally something that can't even fucking be controlled you know what i mean yes careful it's It's crazy i'm trying to see i want to look this up really quick to see if i can find the statistics because this was a statistic that um moxie yeah, your head's hitting that pot. I literally wish I could show you. Like, my fucking children are sitting here like they've never seen me talk to anybody before in my life. <laughs> we have an audience? We have a live studio <laughs> audience? Uh-huh. Let me, let me see. Let's see who can get it quicker. Oh, I'm not looking up that fact. I'm looking at another one. Oh, you look okay. So then I'll look yeah. up. Okay, hold on. Um, homeless. LGBT. And all of these, by the way, um, can you, all of the stuff that you've referenced, can you send me links if you have any that you might think would be helpful? Yeah. Okay. You're, you're just a fucking peach and a half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. So it, it's been an interesting thing because they kind of go up between um you know they'll say statistics have you ever read any of the statistics about how many people are gay have i you're asking me that's not yeah. no so it's it's interesting because they'll go back and forth between like may 6 6.8 percent of people are gay or uh, one in four people are somewhere in the LGBTQ community or this or that. Only 2% of people are redheaded. And so we think about like just going about through life, especially if we live in a big city. And I mean, now with everybody dying their hair, like whatever, but <laughs> you know, everybody's like, okay, I know people who are redheaded. Mm. You know, way more people that are, that gay. are gay. 
And so like when people say like, watch what you're saying, somebody, you, you could be hurting somebody you love. I just think it's so true. Yeah. That, you know, and I think TikTok shows that. Yeah, and I like honestly, it's just one big gay bar. Everybody's like, I mean, did you do that as a lesbian? You're like, holy shit, there's lesbians everywhere. <laughs> no, I, I mean now even as again as I've been out of the fucking closet since I'm 13 years old, but even now as a 31 year old, it's this. I think it's this like this lesbian um, code unspoken code that whenever I see a lesbian that looks like me like a studly you know lesbian we kind of just look at each other and stare at each other and like it's this nod like yep you're part of the club yeah me too cool and then (laughs) I love that audio of it's like are you fucking gay yeah (laughs) yeah that's literally but we say it with our eyes you know like like, yeah me too bro (laughs) it's hard for me because when I see people I think are gay, yeah, I want to talk to them. <laughs> and I feel, I mean, straight up, it's like accidentally telling a fat woman when you do. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like the gay version where I'm like, um, hey. So this is, this, is my, this is my shit. I go, because I'm not going to slit my eyebrow. So <laughs> I, say, I say, do you have a TikTok? <laughs> and they're like I'll, I'll, so a lot of times they'll say why do you think I'm on TikTok like I don't I don't like I'm on it but I don't create you thought I was a creator and I'm like no I am here let me give you my thing <laughs> that's how you do <laughs> yeah I'm like here I just want to show you like my TikTok uh, but I won't like show them I'll just give it to them might and be then, interesting for you <laughs> yeah and then when I run back into them, so far I haven't run back into anybody who's like, what the fuck did you ask me to look at your TikTok for? Like, that hasn't happened. Because <laughs> my gaydar is pretty fucking fabulous all by itself. <laughs> but, oh, right, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. But I have run back into people, and they're like, oh my god, I watched your TikToks. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you were friends. <laughs> and so, I feel like you... <laughs> like you living in the area that you live in probably helps so many fucking people by just giving them your TikTok. Yeah. To just be like, you're not alone. Right. I, I ran into a waiter. Um, well, he waited our table. Uh-huh. And um, my gaydar was screaming at my, at my, in my face. And he, <laughs> he's like, uh, I don't think I would all insult him. He is a theatrical, he's a high schooler. He's a theatrical kid. His own TikTok is just sassy as fuck. He's amazing. Uh-huh. Um, but he waited on our table. And I just felt like either he wanted to fucking date me or he knew who I was. Like, that's where we were. Because he was, like, smiling and, like, he, looking he, at me. And, he knew who the fuck you were. Yeah, and I was smiling. But we weren't saying anything. Because I'm still, like, what, like you said, I want to be that pretentious bitch. It's like, oh, do you, know, do you recognize me? Do you know who I am? Yes. <laughs> you know how important I am. So I'm kind so of I waited, a good deal. <laughs> so I waited till I was cashing out and my whole family's outside and I was like, Do you have a TikTok? And he goes, Mama Jill. And I was like, Yeah, why the fuck did you say anything? Like he knew, but he he was like, it just wasn't positive. I was like, which part of the fucking rainbow on my shirt was shocking you? But whatever. Right. right. <laughs> Once again. But um, yeah, it's fun. I don't know. It is, I, like it, it. I love it. I mean, I first of all, I feel like after TikTok. It's, it's, it's something, okay. 
it's something that I find laughable when I read the comments of like women who are like, ever since I saw you and Rhea and came across lesbian TikTok, like I thought I was straight, but now like I'm exposed to this whole new world <laughs> <laughs> and like I have a whole ass husband, but like I definitely want you in between my legs. Like when I, I laugh at it. I can't even imagine what your DMs look. Mine are all innocent of kids being like, can I live with you? Yours are like, hey, will you come have sex with me? No, legit. Mine are, I had a, and I hope she's not watching. If you are, I definitely appreciate what you did. But I had a woman who literally was sending me a poem, writing me a poem every single day until I noticed her. And then she was like, I guess she saw one of my podcast episodes saying that I'm interested, you know, that I'm, uh, romantically involved with someone and literally I got like a poem every single fucking day until she realized that I'm with someone and she was like oh my god I'm so sorry I didn't mean to be (laughs) (laughs) but I it's laughable but when I really think about it I feel as though TikTok and the gay side of TikTok and the side that we're both on um it's like giving people a place, a safe space to be and explore their true selves. Yes. And a, and a lot, of, I'm surprised by how many people haven't had that opportunity, you know? Yes. And for, for other people to speak up, rather it's, I've, okay, so <laughs> for a fucking hour, I was like, oh God, um, you'll be sleeping, I'll still be talking. <laughs> Just wake up tomorrow and see what was said. Um, when I got my love slap from Scott D. Henry. Mm-hmm. Have you seen one of those videos? I didn't see your, no, I haven't seen your react. I didn't know if somebody screen, ca- I should have known that they got it. Yeah. Do you know how, what a big deal I am? <laughs> Wait, who are you again? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll try to find one to send to you. Cause I, I'm pretty sure I liked most of them. So I just have to go look in my. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Send it. Oh, by the way, I just fucking Carly taught me the other day that you can, Favorite videos, I didn't know that was a thing. And they were like, well, you have like 20 favorited videos, mom. And then we watched them and we realized whatever fucking, however, I was probably trying to juggle the phone in my armpit while I was wiping my ass. I was not (laughs) supposed to be favoriting any of those videos. (laughs) So so we had to remove all of them. But um, so I'll I'll send you a thing. But when I had 9,300 people. I like, you know, I'm, I'm like feeling fancy if I've got like 250 people on a live. It's interesting. Right. right. It's like I, I talk about when I'm live. Um, so, which is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time most nights. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I don't get a ton of people in the live. And so it's really this intimate family. Yeah. That's, that's in there. Like we're checking on people and how's this going? And oh, you went to the doctor. And, and what's interesting is it's not just people talking to me. They're in the comments talking to each other. Yeah. You know, how are you doing? Oh, how, oh, this happened or, or whatever. It's not just stuff for me to answer. They love each other. It's a family. It's a mama Joe Wallace family. Like it seriously is. It really, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's this amazing thing. Sean Jeremiah Wallace, my husband is out of control outside my window. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to fucking come visit. Oh, I can't wait to have you here either. It will be amazing. So. Um, shit, why'd I get off on this tangent? Um, oh, Scott T. Henry. So this is yes. important. So I had 9.3 thousand people on my life. Fucking crazy. Okay. So two things happened. One, I cried like a bitch. <laughs> um, 
but I also just like, I literally was like, okay, pull it together. And then I went off. I'm like, if I have the attention of 9,000 people, there's something I want to tell you. And I was like, if you have somebody who's LGBTQ plus in your life, love them. Oh without my God. Fail. And so I, I went on, I'll send you, I'll send you that video over, but I just went like, I was like, okay, I have their attention. So I have to scream about that. Like, I'm, I'm not just some lady sitting here talking to a couple people on the internet. There's a reason I'm here. Right. And so I have, okay, I have kids following me and I will always, I thought about being an 18 nut page, like not that you can kick them off, but just being like, that was my thing because of my mouth. But I was right. like, no, I want to be here for them because they have nobody. So I have kids. Then I have this amazing group of 25 to 40 year olds that are like my jam. Like they're in my Patreon. <laughs> you. <laughs> they're in my Patreon. We talk. They're in my house. Like, you know, we're, yeah. we're together. Then I have this group of older people that are like, and some of those are my supporters in Patreon. They're like, I don't, I don't want to be on any of your calls. I don't give a shit about anything. It's just, I wish you had been around 40 years ago. So here's 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Like, it, I want to support you on this journey. The world needs um, more Mama Jill Wallace's in the world. Yes. yes. So, but now who, who's found me is the parents. Finally. The parents, I have just had moms following me who were like, I have gay kids. Yeah. And, and that's, that's probably the most important demographic that's following you. Yes. Because I'm like, okay, well, did you come out? Did you like tell all your friends? And so I'm starting to, I'm just starting to figure it all out. Um, I've decided yeah. I'm, I'm doing a separate Facebook group for like the parents because it is a journey. Like you do have to come out in order to support your kids. You have to come out to your friends. Yeah. And um, like I said, I went through that again with Jaden because he, even though I had been out with Charlie for the friends I had that had preteen kids it didn't affect them. Yeah. They didn't have to explain to their children about the LGBTQ plus lifestyle in order to be friends with my little kids because my gay kid just comes home eight times a year. Right, right. Um, and it's not hanging out in their living room. So when I had to message everybody and say what was up with Jaden, um, there were some people who opted out. Opted out of being your friend? Yeah. They were just like, yeah, we can't. Um, how did that, did that anger you? Um, no, it just hurt. Like it, it, it just fucking hurts. Like there's no, uh, to me, there's not really any anger behind it. Like it was sadness. It yeah. was like, damn, like you knew I fucking had a gay kid. Right. You, you sat it. So I guess maybe I'm angry. <laughs> you sat in my house and acted like you were fine with it when I would say something about Charlie and, and wow, that's sympathetic. But when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of fucking telling your 10-year-old or your 13-year-old to respect someone's pronouns and gender, uh, blah, 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 their pronouns and their name and their, their chosen gender because of what's going on. I hate the word chosen because I hate I choice. It's not a fucking choice, but you know yeah. what I mean? Because, you know, people take that fucking word and they throw it right in your fucking face. But Exactly. So when you were going to have to teach your kids that, it's too much. Why did they say? Did they say why? Um, no, I didn't. I had. You didn't get that far. No, I just. Um, 
no I just got I got a lot of like ghosting <laughs> oh and you know just that was their way of saying it so they're too cowardly to even fucking admit their bigotry but that's that's fucked if you're gonna yeah. be a bigot at least fucking admit that yeah own up you, you, exactly own up I'm, to your bigotry i'm not i'm not cool with this so you know it, it is what it is there um i will always one of my sayings is that i will always stand in front of my child and any hate coming their way that's my role that's i'm a mother i'm a bear so, that's it uh, absolutely so and that's why I think as a mom, like uh, talking to them for people like, oh my God, you don't respect your kids. I'm like, shut up. Why do people assume shit? Right. I love that video where someone's like, I like bananas. And they're like, oh my God, you hate oranges. It's like, no, I just said I fucking like bananas. <laughs> right. Like you can't do that on social media. So I'm like, right. as a parent of gay kids, it's my job to let family and friends and school, like everybody know what's up. This is my kid. They are out. This is how you will respect them or you're not in our life. That's my job. Right. People are like, oh my God, you did, You just sold it. I'm like, no, don't you think I talked to my child first <laughs> and mm-hmm. said, are you ready to be out? You know, and that's everybody. I wish Charlie would TikTok more than he does. It breaks my heart that he doesn't. He's amazing. Is he uh, afraid or like he's just not into it? It's, it's a little bit of everything. So, okay. you know, we'll talk about, you know, whether he does work his ass off. So whether he's like, mom, I don't have time. And then it was, um, it, it's the lighting. And so then I was like, okay, cool. You've got a ring light coming from <laughs> Amazon to your house next, you know. Fucking love you. <laughs> but I think that a lot of what it is, period, is um, he's a trans man and he's dealing with dysphoria. And that's a journey all by itself. Sometimes a shower takes three hours because you're going to have to get in your head before you can get naked. So putting yourself out online is hard. Um, Jaden, on the other hand, is just like, can I make a video? Give me your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and people are like, oh, how dare you use him for clout? He's 12. He can't make decisions. I'm like, I'm holding this child back because I will not let, I absolutely will not let him have a TikTok. People are like, what's this TikTok? I'm like, it's fuck you because... <laughs> I, I see what's coming my way there's no way that he will have his own when he and he does he'll be like mom I want to make a TikTok and so then I'll give him my phone and he makes a TikTok and sometimes <laughs> I go ha funny and I get rid of it and other times I'm like okay I'll post that because <laughs> um, he gets mad and then he wants to vent that um, right right it, but I think it's important to just like respect like what their journey is he is great with his journey being public and that video that I did with him, like it went viral on TikTok. Which was fucking then, amazing, that video. Yeah. And I keep getting hit up from um different things. Like, did you know that AOL was still a thing? No. Okay, me neither. So <laughs> the, somebody was like in the know YouTube or in the new no Yahoo and AOL, somebody who does something for their things was like, can I use your video? And uh, the Daily Mail, can I use it? And anytime anybody sent me something and they're like, can we post the video? I'm like, thanks for sharing the love. Use it freely. If you need anything, let me know. Because right. um, I'm okay. I'm absolutely okay with it being out there. And I'm okay with the fact that there's going to be hate. Um, not everybody's going to understand. But 
it matters for the people who did. The, the parents that came from Scott D. Henry Singh or from that video that have said, wow, you're brave. Right. Wow. To, to say, my kid's gay and I'm cool with that. Like, I'm cool with it and my kids know, but we don't tell anybody. And I'm like, oh, no, you've got to tell everybody. Right. you got to scream that shit from the mountaintops. Absolutely. That's like, I, that's the ahead. icing on, yes. on the cake. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that um, in the Bible, there were passages in the Bible that were used for years to tell slaves that they should be slaves. Right. That they shouldn't stand up. They shouldn't fight, that they weren't worthy. And it took white men standing up and saying, absolutely not in order for that to change in this world. And we're still fighting. Yeah. That's the fight's over. We are still fighting. Yes. But I believe it is going to take Christian mothers standing up and saying, not my child. And that is why your platform to me was and is, well, when, you know, when I first came across your platform, it was so fucking moving for me because you weren't just a mom. You weren't just this mother living, uh, you know, in the East, you, you know, the Eastern America um, and, and like just accepting your kids. You're a Christian mom. You I, lo- put, I love me some Jesus. <laughs> you do love you some Jesus. You do. You and Jesus yes. are tight. Yes. And like to know that, is it's just I don't the fact that you're a Christian mother, very Christian. It's not like it's not like my mother who is a she's a Catholic mother, but she doesn't go to fucking church. When was the last time we were? We I don't can't I can't even tell you the last time we went to church. You know, you are devout Christian, saying yeah, I fucking read the Bible and I know the scriptures. And yeah, I still accept all of my kids and I accept being gay. And, you know, that is so, you're so right. We need Christian mothers. The Christian mothers are the ones that need to come yeah. out and say it. And they do. And they, they need to be willing to say like, yes, my, and it's going to be my kids. My kids are gay and it's okay. And I believe, and it's not, it's not a sin and it's not something sad and it's not something to be hidden. and. I want, I want that. I want that for my own children. I want that for other people's children. It's no different. I don't, I don't care whether or not my kids are queer. I want you to fall in love with people. I want you to bring them home. I want you to have a family. I want you to have all the things in life that you want and your gender and your sexuality do not determine how worthy you are in this world. Right. I saw, I don't know if you've ever seen this um, documentary it's called for the bible tells me so no but i'm gonna write it down it's really good it was on netflix i don't know if it is anymore you could probably find it on youtube okay and it's basically about uh coming out you know and and how the 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 christian communities um treat people that come out but the one story that stuck out i watched it years ago so i can't like don't quote me the one story that stuck out was this very devout Christian mother whose daughter came out of the closet 
and the devout Christian mother shunned her daughter and, and, you know, said, get the fuck out, whatever she did, kicked her out. And the daughter committed suicide. And it wasn't until after her daughter committed suicide that she realized, holy shit, I was that one deciding factor in my child's life that could have kept that kid alive. And now she's a, an advocate for the LGBTQ community, but unfortunately it's beautiful that she is and she changed her mind and she's accepting now, but unfortunately a little too, too little too late because her child is dead because, you know, she didn't accept it. Yeah. And that's why unconditional love is so important. And people ask me all the time, well, what if I'm Wiccan? What if I'm not religious? What if I'm, you know, Jewish? What if I'm this? What if I'm that? And I'm like, okay, unconditional love. Like, there isn't, I don't love you because of who you are. I love you because you exist. It's, <laughs> it's not, it's not about that. And my mom told me when I was younger, she was like, you don't love somebody because of who they are. You love them because of how you feel when you're around them. And so when people are around me, I want them to just feel loved, mm-hmm. feel accepted, feel welcomed, feel cared for feel a mother's love i want them to feel that unless they're not behaving then i want them to feel me beat their ass <laughs> and, and you are not one to be fucked with i can see that no. i mean but that's and that's the thing is i'm still somebody asked carly and they're like what's mom like and they said well she's like parenty sometimes like i'm still a parent i'm not perfect i'm not jesus mm-hmm. you know i'm not an angel i'm not any sort of you know, urethral creature. I'm just a woman. I mess up all the time, every single day, because I'm human. But I just think that people need to feel that love. Mm-hmm. And, and I've made TikToks about it because I am, get all close, because I am like, what the hell are these people's plans? How, if you're Christian, you're going to have a chit chat with Jesus. Mm-hmm. God one day, right? Like, let, let, let's lay out your life. Where are you going to go spend eternity? What's up? I'm not super pumped about that conversation, but nothing about that, the the, my scandalous things that I don't want to really talk about are about my children. Right. And and you look at the Jesus from the Bible and the stories and who was he caring for? Everybody. It it was the outliers. Yeah. It, it, It wasn't the politicians and the, and the people that were supposedly the perfect people. It was everybody else. He was like, Hey, where'd my voice go? He was like, Hey, start like these people are worthy as well. And I think that if he were walking earth right now, it would be the LGBTQ plus community. It would be black people. He would be like, what are you doing? This is not how I asked you to behave. And I think that I I talk about that. I'm like, what's your plan one day? Like you really, what is that? Yeah. You know? So um, I gave you a gift as a child. How'd you treat it? Oh, I, I told her it was an abomination that they turned at the church up the road for me says on their website, if you were gay, you were turning away from the God with inside you. I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck off. So, yeah. So it's like that. I'll show and, you the God inside. <laughs> so, but to tell them that, like, how do you think God's going to be like, okay, well, I never told you to act like an asshole. I never told you to judge somebody, to torment them. And if you drive somebody to take their life, 
you really think that there's like some chariot in heaven for you? No, like, right. I, I cannot pass judgment, but I also would not want to sit there for that conversation. I'd be like, oh, shit, right. you're in trouble. Bye. Like, <laughs> right. Like when, the, when, you're, when your sibling's getting in trouble in front of the parent and you're like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> it's not going to end well. So I, I don't know what their conversation's going to be like, but I don't. And I say that. People are like, mom, are you sure? I'm like, bitch, do you realize I am staking my eternal life on it? Right. Right. You are. Yeah. Well, you just, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, you definitely are. I'm staking my eternal life on it. You yeah. Know? But don't worry, I'm with you. We're, we're going to be parting together somewhere. Right. No, we, we are. I'll bring so, the liquor. So, but, but it's important to know that, like, it's okay. It's yeah. absolutely okay to be who you are, to be loved, to, you know, there's, like I've said a hundred times, there's a whole lot more in this world to worry about. Be a good person, yeah. treat yeah. people well, love people and, and, uh, you know, get to know God. That's important to me. Yeah. But who, who are you sleeping with? Mm -mm. Exactly. What, what, like, first of all, what you have in between your fucking legs and what you do with that is it's like nobody care like nobody should care you know what i mean no it doesn't matter if you if you're touching a cooter catter or uh i'm never gonna get that phrase out of my mind okay what are you gonna call a wiener i don't know i'm thinking of it i'm trying to think of a a pishy <laughs> what <laughs> You still had to include she somewhere in there. <laughs> a pee? A pee? A pee. Oh my goodness. Right, I still did have to put. Pee. I saw somebody wearing, um, they were showing off all their gay shirts, and my favorite one, they had a shirt that said Dick Dodger. Dick Dodger, that's me. <laughs> I am the womb raider. That's what I call myself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that you need to pray about. <laughs> I think I'm going to answer this. Oh. Um, but what would, okay, so now to, to wrap it up, because I've kept you for a very long time. And it's okay. And I, I wish I could keep you longer. We'll but, do this again. Oh, yeah, we definitely are going to have to, whether you say it yes or no, like I'm going to, I'll come to your house. I know where you live. <laughs> I don't. But anyway. Um, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh what what would what's what would you say to somebody out there struggling with these types of issues you know with sexual identity and stuff like that I just want people to know that life gets better that it gets better like I've been through a lot in my life I mm -hmm. think a lot of us that are a little bit older have and that no matter what situation that you're in, no matter how life looks right now, because we've all been, whether it's a fight with a significant other or whatever, we felt that overwhelming, life's never going to get better. It's always going to be this shitty, that it gets better. And you have to hang on and you have to just be strong. And some things take time. So take one step at a time and to use Google, no matter where you are, there are either support groups around you 
or there are churches that are accepting, or there are, even if you don't have somebody that you can tangibly touch, that you can get out and start to get to know them yeah. um, online. That, I love TikTok for that. And something that I say, we have a thing where we do an adoption bop um, on the lives because people always ask, will you adopt me? Uh-huh. And so I'm like, yes. And so my thing is you have to promise two things. One, if you want to be part of the Mama Joe Wallace family, you have to promise to show up. Rather, it's in the comments, on the live stream, in messages, when, and be there for people. Right. Um, share that message of love and be there to let other people know. I love, um, we, we call them the OG babies. They're, um, a lot of them are in my Patreon, but they're just a little bit older. And uh, Adeline Diane. <laughs> and they are there they are there for as my 24 year old grown ass woman I'm dog. dead right now <laughs> uh, <I'm dead. laughs> um, that you have to show up and be there for others and then the other part which to me is harder is you have to promise to show up when you need us right? and, right. To, and whether it's on a live stream or in the comments and say I need love I'm scared I'm sad and it's hard. You have to be brave to reach out to somebody when they need you. Yeah. And, or when you need them, when you need them. It's yeah. hard. How many times do people take their own lives and people say, if I fucking knew, right. How did they not know that I love them? How did they not know that I'm going to be there? But it, we live in a world a fucking society where it's not okay <laughs> to say I'm hurting because then you're just a whiny bitch right then you're a pussy yeah yeah so but for me it's that it's uh, to reach out and to know that there's places that you can reach out you have not even though you may feel like you've utilized all of your resources I promise you haven't there there are people out there who are going to accept you and love you absolutely you might need to move I, like I said that like you might need new friends you might need a new spouse, mm. you might need a new church. Um, and it's hard. I've talked to so many people who were like, listen, I'm going to come out one day, but I know that I'm going to have to say goodbye to everything that I've loved and I'm not ready yet. Right. So it's upsetting. Yeah. But-, but that's what family's for. And so if your family fucking sucks, then come be part of my family. That's, and that, and I think that's another reason, you know, um, why I connect with you so much because I feel like I am trying to do that as well with my family. Like my mother's on, my sister and her wife are on and people know me obviously mainly, but they also pivot to them and they're like, this is a family that I like, this is an accepting, loving family. Like I see that that's possible. And I feel like you, you show that too. I, I try my best. Um, I try to get my husband on there as much. I, I love that Dado is be- has become a thing. I love him, and I, and I love him, and I love and I've talked to him. I'm like, listen, don't be perfect, don't be perfect. Yeah. Like, talk, because sometimes he's. I was trying to see where he's at now because I'm I'm so proud of him for. Um, he just hit sixteen thousand followers. He's always like, babe. <laughs> but I love that he he can give something to people that I can't right I'm the mom and sometimes they need him 
and also he's he's way more patient than I am. <laughs> and you know, but there's just there's gifts that he has that are different than mine. But I've also talked to him about the you know, also telling his story and being transparent. And yes. we have to a point. He's both. Um, I don't know how to emphasize it. That's my thing, I guess, to end with is the lives with us are a totally different animal. Yeah. We talk about our life. We talk about our childhoods. We talk about pains and the things we're both abuse survivors. And we talk about everything because yeah. I think it's, it's important. I'm an open book. When you said, whatever is okay or not okay or this or that like I have a TikTok where I say flat out I had an abortion when I was a teenager like I don't that's okay yeah I don't hide who I am because I need you to know that Jesus the church of Jesus is a come as you are because that's fucking life (laughs) yes it's not about, but I've, I, I just talked to so many people who say, but you don't understand. And I'm like, child, do you think you're more scandalous than mama? Good fucking luck. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just see the settle down eight kids in mama, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> the, we so. see what I show you on TikTok, but like, girl, you don't know the backstory, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that the lives and also I go live on Facebook with my Patreon people. And it's just, it's just that deeper connection. Yeah. So I have that with the patrons too, but I yeah. fucking love you. I love you too. This was, I, and, and I know like, you, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Thank goodness ass. <laughs> and now my nipples are hard again now. <laughs> Her nipples are hard again now. <laughs> I fucking love you guys. Um, and thank you. Thank you for taking the time to. What do you do? I fucking no. missed it. She missed it because she's got to look at a different camera. Come on. Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love him. <laughs> um, we got to do this again. We got to do this again. Yes, absolutely. And send and, me the videos. Text me. I will. I'll look for them and download them. Remind me what I forget in fucking 15 minutes. I have the worst memory. I literally had to tell my TikTokers. I'm like, I have a memory problem. So No, same. Okay. Same. same. So. so I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, remind me. All right. So oh, they're me. like, what are we fucking reminding you of? <laughs> <laughs> I need to send Tori videos of the Scott D. Henry left flap. Okay. 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 All I right. love you. I love and, you too. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the flip. Thank you so much again. Absolutely. Thank you for having and go me. go follow, if you're not a follower, which you probably are, but go follow Mama Jill Wallace, Mama Jill Wallace on TikTok. You yes. won't fucking regret it. Absolutely you won't. I'll just love the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Love you too. Bye, honey. Bye. <laughs>